Hey, this is Rick Cassell from ExercisesForInjuries.com. Today I have another video for you, and with this one, it's a video interview that I'm doing. Based upon the feedback that you gave me in the survey that I sent out uh, a couple weeks ago, the thing that you asked for, the number one thing you asked for, was more videos. And so I'm trying out to do doing more video interviews. So I have another vi video interview with you or for you today. So as you know, if you've been on EFI or reading my emails or blog posts or watching my YouTube videos, my name is Rick Kasselge, and what I focus in on is uh, I'm an injury expert, and I help people overcome injury and pain with exercise. So with today's interview, who I have is Brian Kay. Uh, I'll get him to say his last name. Uh, so I can find out how to exactly say it correctly. But Brian, I'll get you to let everyone know how to say your last name. Uh, because everyone butchers, <laughs> everyone butchers last names that start with K. They do. And uh, if you could let people know a little bit about yourself, Brian. Absolutely. Last name is Calakay. Craig Ballantyne probably slaughtered it the most <laughs> until I became like higher up in the turbulence training boot chain. But um, my name is Brian Calakay. I, uh, I'm a certified turbulence trainer under Craig Ballantyne. I own a fat loss facility in Michigan. We do boot camp and small group training sessions. Uh, we just opened up the facility about a year ago. We have about 130 people plus right now. Um, and these are people that do group training and small group training. It's not just like a gym that people show up at. We're a little more tailored. Um, we've had a lot of success stories, 85 pounds, 65 pounds. So, I mean, we're really transforming the community where we are. I come from a martial art background, so I'm very comfortable in front of people. So the small group, group training always interests me uh, versus personal training. So I became a certified personal trainer and more or less took that knowledge and applied it to my group training sessions. Then this whole boot camp, small group training thing started taking off, so I kind of rolled with that. Uh, but like I said, I did martial arts. I've done it for 13 years. I still train. Um, I just don't teach like I used to. I taught it for seven years, a um, couple world titles, state titles, all that stuff. So I was pretty much a karate nerd before I became a fitness nerd. It was like a nerd chain of progression, and that's just how it happened. So, and then, like I said, now, you know, started off working, teaching kickboxing and stuff like that in a big box gym, and I'm getting this big facility. I have an entire line of, of fitness professional programs that help uh, fitness professionals kind of spice up their group training sessions with a whole bunch of fitness games and um, training methods and stuff like that. And then uh, now, of course, I'm really excited because I'm getting more into the um, helping the, the average user uh, type of person, which is what I deal with the most, most, obviously, in my facility, 130 people. I'm used to dealing with their problems, their obstacles, and trying to find solutions to it. So, uh, But we'll get into some of that here in a second. So that's like a brief, short version of who I am. It's short. It's funny because I'm only five foot two. So I know I look better on Skype cam, but uh, no, I'm a little dude, man. I'm only I'm only five foot two. Uh, my favorite artist is Dead Mouse. Hence all the Dead Mouse paraphernalia in my office. But yeah, if you can ignore this orange head to the left of my screen here. <laughs> I thought you'd like be really close to the to the camera. I, you know, I'm close to, but then I have this light that hits me. <laughs> okay, so uh, you have world world championship title. Yeah, I have three. Um, forms what is what, what is with this? This we've got people we've people in the mastermind that are like incredibly humble, and I find out you know one guy's won like an Ironman race, another one has won like two world MMA championships, two racquetball championships. Yep. I mean, yep. I'm like, what have you won? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, it's funny because they are. We're so humble because we always know there's always more knowledge to learn, and there's always, you know, it's funny because I just filmed with Egan last weekend. We came up and we totally, we totally karate nerded out like the entire weekend, man. We're going back and forth, showing techniques. And all, oh my god, we had so much fun, dude. 
But yeah, it's funny how like a lot of people have these, like you said, they're experts in these certain areas, and then they end up just kind of diverting onto one world. And we, we are humble people, even yourself. I mean, you're the damn industry leading expert at what you do. You are the best. You never know it by having a conversation with you how big you are online, you know. And for those of you, if this is your first time watching Rick, the guy is just everywhere in terms of injury prevention and stuff. I mean, I know me personally, I refer him out to all my personal trainer friends and everything that need the advice. So uh, it's it's a great to be surrounded by humble people that are kind of the, the cream of the crop of what they do. You know what I mean? So it is a pretty cool group of people, I will admit. Yeah, definitely. So we first met last May, and there's a Rick Teeny story that you share in a video that uh, people will see very soon. So we want to, we won't, we don't want to ruin that video, but make sure you watch the video that Brian does or did when it comes to what a Rictini is. But we, so we met in that May and then I, we met again in June at the Turbulence Training Summit. We chatted more. And like you said, you had really something very unique when it came to these games and these boot camp games. And there was something that you used, use, used and use right now in your facility to help get people results. And the big thing that a lot of your clients were looking at was like getting lean. And this whole concept of lean and getting that lean look, and you've, you know, you've kind of packaged up and put together what has worked for you and your clients, and that's what we'll talk about in this interview. So, looking at that lean concept, what is your best tip that you could give someone if they're looking at looking at getting more of that lean look? Well, I personally am always a fan of keeping it simple. So, I'm a one simple thing. It's make fitness a hobby. Make the lean lifestyle a hobby. Um, I see, and I'll elaborate on that because it's very broad, but what I mean by that is a hobby is something you enjoy doing. You have a blast doing it. It's something that you do for a long period of time. And the truth is, Rick, that's what it takes to be lean, to live lean. You have to do something long enough, consistently enough, to see the results because you're not going to be able to see the results in, you know, two, three weeks and, oh, I'm good now. No, fitness isn't something you just get and you're good. It's something you always have to keep working toward. Once you get a six-pack, you want the obliques. Once you get the obliques, then you want a chest, then you want biceps. I mean, there's always something more you want, you know. And so my recommendation, if you want to get lean, is become obsessed with fitness. Become obsessed like you would a hobby, like you would ultimate frisbee like you would baseball card collecting like you would fantasy football whatever you know make it a hobby that you're passionate about because then you're going to stick with it long enough and you're going to enjoy it enough that's when you're going to see that lean look and get that lean lifestyle that supports that lean look okay and i've seen a number of your videos and you've helped a lot of people in the mastermind with um a location to to shoot videos. So, what is your favorite fitness tool and why? My favorite fitness tool. You want me to be honest? The internet. The internet is my favorite fitness tool, and I will tell you exactly why. Because on the internet, you can connect with professionals like yourself, like myself, who speak your language, who have solutions for your exact problems. I mean, you're looking at Rick, the guy's. Oh, fix my shoulder pain. Oh, crap, I have shoulder pains. Maybe I should read this guy. The Internet is the best fitness tool. You're surrounded by a wealth of knowledge online. The key is you have to find the people who stay up to date. They know what they're talking about now, not back in the 80s, but what works now. Okay, And you have to find somebody who speaks your voice, who has a personality that you can follow. Again, somebody who has 
some type of training style that mixes well with your life so it it can become a hobby. It can't become a hobby if it's just something that's so far-fetched and so beyond your, your reach. So, you know, the Internet is my favorite fitness tool. Find a professional that speaks your language, that has a solution for your problems, and follow them. Listen to them. They're not going to lead you in the wrong direction. If they do, there's always 10,000 other fitness professionals, you know, that, that'll have it. It's just find that one you really like, that you love reading their blog posts, you love their videos. They, they always seem to speak your language and have a solution to your problems and follow them. So my favorite fitness tool is the Internet, and that's why. It, it's an incredible tool. Okay, good answer. I was wondering, because I, I said the question, I was wondering what direction you were going to go in. And excellent answer, and maybe yeah. I'll rephrase it. What is your favorite uh, fitness tool in the gym, like the stability ball, in the body gym. weight, pull-up, okay. pull-up bar? In the gym. So you're, uh, in the excellent gym. answer, excellent answer, but now we'll go with like the fitness device or uh, that you, the physical like, thing, okay. Yes, yeah. The physical thing, shake weights the whole way. <laughs> if you get a shake weight, you're gonna be lean as all hell. I mean, you see them on the commercial. No, I'm just, <laughs> don't ever get a shake weight. Uh, and that, that's, no. from, that's based upon another story, right? When we were in San Diego, another another mastermind story. Yeah, I didn't know if you saw. <laughs> did you see the guy there? The guy, the guy in San Diego. Did you? so? Yeah, we were the, in the, San Diego. Yeah. He was wearing a wrestling mask. Yeah, Nacho and, Libre. Yeah, man. And he was he was walking through the streets of San Francisco with a shake weight. And if you don't know what a shake weight is, uh, just type in YouTube shake Google weight it. and you'll see what a shake weight is. <laughs> okay, but other than the shake weight, what is your second second favorite uh, fitness exercise device? Second favorite next to shake weight. To be honest, I'm a body weighted like fanatic. I just am, and I know a lot of people say that. And part of it is who coached me, and we'll get into that a little bit later on, but. I, I love body weight because so many people use lack of equipment and fancy gym memberships as an excuse and an obstacle why. So the reason why I'm an advocate of body weight is because I feel like it's the fail safe of excuse handlers. You can do it anywhere. You can do it not with a lot of space, with literally no money. You can do a homeless person workout with body weight and you can still be healthy and you can still get a really intense workout that can tap into your muscles give you that muscular definition you're looking for and still burn fat in the process. Now, in terms of, you know, the full spectrum of it, it, it is a closed chain, can, you know, kinetic um, pathway in terms of body weight exercises. You need to blend it with some weights, but as a whole, body weights are my go-to. You can throw it together really easy. People seem to enjoy it because you can do them in the park, at home, in an elevator, and wherever you're at, you know, and, and they, they work. They get the sweat pouring out, or as Mike says, awesome sauce. They get the awesome sauce dripping out. Uh, they burn the fat, and they really do make you feel great. I am a huge fan of body-weighted exercise. The hard part is fitness professionals in our standpoint is trying to find those body-weighted exercises that are different or that fit your body and you, are, and you become passionate about and you like to do repeatedly. Uh, good point. Really good point. And then, you know, speaking of fitness professionals, what is the biggest mistake that you see fitness professionals making right now? The, the biggest mistake, I'm so glad you asked this question because I feel like we're always talking about this stuff. And, I know, not and, using and, the shake weight. I know you're going to say that, but other than number not one. using enough of the shake weight. <laughs> other than non-high-intense shake weight training. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, key, the key is, Rick, the biggest thing they're not is lack of scientific knowledge, to be honest with you. And, and this is what I mean. It's not that they don't know what they're doing. It's Things change every day. Things change every month. 
and things change every year. So the biggest mistake the fitness professionals make is they don't educate themselves on what's new and what we can prove that works now versus what worked back in the 80s. And I think that's the biggest battle we have right now. I mean, we still have people that run on treadmills for two hours trying to lose fat. And we know now that you know, according to the recent studies you know, conducted by the Canadian universities, 50 to 60 hours to lose one pound of fat running on a treadmill. That's depressing, okay? But if you don't like educate yourself and go to these seminars and learn from the experts who, who stay in touch with these studies, you would have no way of knowing it, and you're still going to be training people like they trained back in the 80s and early 90s. And there were still some things they did good back then, don't get me wrong. But in terms of fat loss especially, we've made huge leaps and bounds. So the biggest mistake fitness professionals make is they think that they're good. I'm good. I got my knowledge. I'm just going to train people now. And they don't update. They don't take risks. They don't try new methods. They don't research new things. And they just kind of burn out and fizzle out. And so do their clients result. So that's definitely the biggest mistake is lack of education. And then kind of building on that question, like, um, you know, where and who do you learn from when it comes to, you know, it comes to a fitness professional and sharpening your technique and, and learning new things? Sure. Besides shake weight infomercials. Um, I probably learned the most from following, like I said, following professionals. You're one of the people I follow, and I'm not just saying that to kiss your butt on front of everybody here, but really, I follow you for injury prevention, and my clients, who I work with a lot, and you'll see when you, we get into my program stuff later, um, all my, like, Lean to 17 stuff, all my boot camp stuff, all my stuff is always centered around people with, who have a lot of injuries and have a lot of problems to work around, because that's what I get. 90% of my people in boot camp have lower back issues, have knee issues, have shoulder pain, have wrist pain. And luckily, you've made a product for pretty much every single one of those. So I, of course, follow you. You're my person. You're my go-to person for injury prevention and uh, rehabilitation to get around those things. Um, I also have a physical therapist friend I network with, and he goes over some of the things he's seeing people come in with, so we know how to prevent it here. Um, and then and in mainstream-wise, I'm a big follower of Craig Ballantyne. He's obviously one of my mentors. Um, I'm one of his certified turbulence trainers. So Craig is like the, he's got his hands on the pulse in terms of new studies, new knowledge. I mean, you, you can't even argue fitness with this guy because he's just so far ahead of the curve, you know. So I'm a big fan of Craig Ballantyne, especially with fat loss and muscle gain. He, he puts in the time to finding the research to back what he does. Uh, and Alan Cosgrove. I'm a huge Alan Cosgrove fan. I mean, the guy shows up to fitness events with studies that were pr done yesterday. You know, the guy is just so far ahead of the curve. And his accent sounds pretty cool, too. So I, I can listen to Alan Cosgrove. Um, and I, I will have to say, I, I do like John Romanello as well. John Romanello, he, he puts, I love his personality. I can follow him. And he, from me personally, his stuff always offers a solution to my battles with my body. So it's kind of a mix of John, Craig, you, um, and, and Alan Cosgrove. That's kind of like my, my source of like new information in terms of fitness and how to train my clients and how to train myself. That would be a very interesting, very, you know, Frankenstein-y fitness professional mix of all those people. In it, is. Person. it is. It would be damn sexy to see in real life though. I want to see what it would be. Awesome. And so something that you've been working on the last number of months uh, and and we were talking about it when we were in uh, Miami in in uh, January. They have something called something coming up called Lean in Seventeen. Maybe you can explain what that is, and um, you know what is some of the science that kind of backs up this Lean in Seventeen. Sure. Well, <clears throat> I'm glad you asked that because um, 
again, it's is the the real answer to this this question is lean in seventeen is my response to all of my problems I have with my clients not wanting to exercise. So I surveyed my client list, which is 130 plus people, and I was like, what frustrates you most in terms of trying to be healthy, trying to be in shape? Really, like you said earlier, trying to live lean, that lean look that we see in all the magazines and stuff. And I surveyed them and I got the responses and I was like, how can I make a program that helps them overcome all these things? And the first biggest thing we got was time. I don't have time to work out, which from a successful professional standpoint, we know just a horrible excuse for I can't prioritize my time, but you can't tell that to these people because that's rude to say in front of your clients. So it's like, okay, so how can I make something that does time but still works? So I worked with Craig on the Home Workout Revolution, um, and he got a lot of research from these studies that proves that it's not the duration of the workout that determines your results, it's the intensity of the workout. So you can get actually the same results, if not more results, as you would running an hour on a treadmill or whatever in... 10 minutes, 12 minutes as you do running an hour. So we can prove that it's not the duration, it's the intensity, you know? So it's like, I kind of had to find that medium. What was the amount of time that we could do that wasn't a little bit, but it wasn't too much. It was like that just perfect amount that they could fit into the busiest schedule. And so that's how we found that 17 minute time frame. And I went back and forth with Craig Ballantyne and a few others, you know, Mike Whitfield and stuff like that to see what they found worked well with their clients, with my clients. And, and we based it off of the real research we did with our clients and the studies that were done with these big universities in terms of uh, intensity of training. So that's how we got to this 17-minute number. It wasn't just a random number. It was something we kind of went back and forth and researched a lot. And 17 minutes, we find it's like literally you can fit that. You can come home from work, do a 17-minute workout, still have time to make dinner, get ready for bed, get the food prep for the next day, get your work done. I mean, it's a nice amount of time. And done correctly, it's a very intense amount of time. So that's how we came up with the 17 minutes. Then we got a little trickier because we knew we were going to need a little bit more than a 17-minute workout. So we were like, well, let's mess with the cycle a little bit. Most traditional training programs are set up on a seven-day cycle. So let's say upper body Monday, lower body Wednesday, core Friday, and some off-day intervals, right? That's normally like, and they just kind of repeat the cycle. It's set up for a seven-day week. The problem is, even with a muscle confusion cycle, you're still working the same muscle groups on the same days because you have to do, and you know this, you have to do anything on a cycle for so long to get the adaptation. You can't just do random muscle groups on random days and expect to get solid planned results. It just doesn't work that way. You work out random, you get random results. That's just how it works. So it's like we had to find a medium between busting the seven-day training cycle and still having somewhat of a cycle so they can get adaptation through. So Craig Ballantyne, Back when I was telling him about how I was having problems developing my back, he's like, well, when, how do you train? I was like, well, I do this, this, and this. He's like, it's a seven-day cycle. Do a nine-day cycle. And I was like, what? And he explained this nine-day cycle. What it is is you're doing the same muscle groups per se on the same days of the cycle, but since the cycle is nine days and we're ran on a biological seven-day week, it always feels like every week is a different pattern of workouts, even though it's still along the same cycle. So we still get the adaptation from the cycle, but our body gets the results faster because we're constantly adapting because it feels like something new every single week. So it's kind of like having your cake and eating it too, or as Mike Whitfield would say, having your pancakes and eating it too. So it's a 17-minute workout, yes. It's no equipment. It's all intense 17-minute workouts that can be done literally in the space of an elevator. If you don't believe me, pay attention to Rick's emails when he emails you because I'm sure... I'll send you an email 
that has a video of me exercising the elevator in it. I literally did a workout in an elevator to prove you don't need equipment, you don't need space. Um, so I so it, it doesn't require space, 17 minutes of your time. Um, you know, it doesn't have any fancy equipment or anything like that. It, it can be done in half the time, and that's the biggest thing nowadays. People just don't have time. Uh, and it does get you results because it's on this nine-day training cycle. So we tackled the not getting results fast enough obstacle, which was the second most. And we tackled the time, which was the top one. And then, of course, money is the third. And as you see, when Rick emails out for this program, uh, money is not an issue on this program. So um, those are really the three big obstacles that we tackled with this program. And I know my clients are psyched about it, so I'm really excited to see how everyone else takes it. Awesome. And then do you have any more, any last-minute tips? We're, we're close to wrapping things up. Do you have any last-minute comments or tips that you can you can give the viewers? Or I would say... The biggest thing I recommend people do, it's really about living lean. I would say take your lifestyle and take the ideal healthy lean lifestyle and mold the lean lifestyle to your lifestyle. Don't try to do it the other way around. Because when you take your lifestyle and you try to make it 100% healthy, you fail miserably. And you crash and you relapse and you get injured and then you got to live on Rick's blogs and it just gets crazy. So take the lean elements and mold them to what you like. If you don't have time to work out, find these shorter workouts that are intense to give you the same results. If you don't like eating chicken and rice, find different foods you like. If you have back problems, find somebody who can help you get around those. Just take the healthy stuff and make it fit to your lifestyle. Don't try to fit your life into the healthy lifestyle and, and hope it works because it never does. That would be the biggest tip I, I hope people realize from any program. Awesome. And – Last question, where can people get more information about you, Brian? Well, uh, my my website for the Get Lean in 17 program is getleanin17.com. We're working on a blogger now. It should be up by the weekend, so by the time the program actually launches, uh, the blog will be getleantraining.com, and we'll have tons of nutrition advice, lean lifestyle trips, uh, mindset tips, and, and all that good stuff. I'm sure a few guest articles from yours truly, Rick Casalge, because uh, I work hand-in-hand hand with this guy. This guy saves a lot of my clients. So uh, GetLeanTraining.com would be the blog, and uh, GetLeanIn17.com for the actual program. Awesome. Thank you very much for your time, Brian. Thank you, Rick. And thank you very much for watching or listening to this video. This is Rick Casalge from ExercisesForInjuries.com. Make sure you swing by ExercisesForInjuries.com. Uh, if you have a client with a specific injury or if you have a specific injury, just type it into the search box. Good chance that I have a video, an article um, on that injury. And if you have an idea when it comes to another interview or someone I should interview, make sure to contact me at support at exercisesforinjuries.com. I'd love to interview them and uh, bring them to uh, the EFI community. So this is Rick Casselch from exercisesforinjuries.com saying take care and bye-bye.